Welcome once again to Following the Truth. My name is Gary Zimak. Today, we're going to look at day two of week six of Give Up Worry for Good. This this week, we are focusing on the fact that even though we have problems, even though we have difficulties, even though life can be challenging at times, we have the presence of our Savior and our Lord Jesus Christ with us at all times. We also are always in the presence of our Father in Heaven and the Holy Spirit. They are with us even though we can't see them. This week, we're going to concentrate on turning to them in the midst of whatever struggles we face. And uh, and that really is the key. That is the key to getting through these struggles. You know, let's uh, let's be honest and, and, and talk about the fact that when we worry, the reason we worry is because we're afraid that there's a danger to us or something very unpleasant is about to happen or is going to continue happening. That's another reason we worry. If something that we're struggling with, maybe a struggling with a bad situation at work, somebody's giving us a hard time, or our job is just so stressful, we, uh, we can easily begin to worry when we feel that if this doesn't get better, I don't know how I'm going to handle this, you know? So, so we want to consider the reasons why we worry. This week is all about getting used to turning to the Lord and asking for that help. Today, we will look at a verse from the book of the prophet Isaiah, reminding us of the fact that we don't have to walk through these challenges, these problems alone. We have a friend with us, somebody who can help us and who will help us. The only catch is he expects us to ask him to help. That's And really, that's what we're doing. And the more Obviously, I'm speaking about the Lord. Uh, The more we focus on the Lord's presence and his willingness to help us, really the less afraid we'll be. So, great to be with you here on the show. My name is Gary Zimak. The name of this podcast is Following the Truth, and I am really, really glad to have you participating. I, I think it's amazing. I was telling my wife Eileen earlier today, I can't believe that we're already on week six of Give Up Worry for Good. I remember in the beginning when we first started this this podcast based on my book, and I said, all right, here we go. It's an eight-week program. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, eight weeks, an eight-week program. That's a long time. So in, in one sense, I think it's good. I think it's good that the program is eight weeks long. That gives us time to really work on creating this new habit of turning to the Lord Instead of worrying about our problems, it's a good thing. the The difficult thing is sometimes it's possible. Now, if you're listening, you're obviously not struggling with this because you're still listening. But it's you know, as as it is with anything, building virtue, which is what we're trying to do when we turn away from worry and turn toward God, that requires effort. So there's still some effort on our part. It requires faithfulness. And um, you're, you're looking at somebody, well, you're not seeing me, but you're listening to somebody who has always had a problem being faithful. When things have gotten tough for me in the past, when I get tired, I tend to be a quitter. But the fact that you are still here into week six tells me that you're, you're not quitting. We've got two weeks left to go, or three weeks, including this week. 
and uh, you're, you're not going to quit. And I'm so glad you're not quitting because this is really going to be worth it. And uh, I'm just so, so glad you're able to join me. There's a seat at the table for you. So if you haven't sat down yet, make sure you sit down, make yourself at home. If you want to break out your snack or your beverage or whatever, please feel free to do so. I'm not going to eat because I'm, I'm, I'm the guy who has to keep the show going here. So it doesn't work out too good when I'm, when, when I'm chewing as I'm, as I'm talking on the radio. I'm going to take a sip of my water. When though it's it's been it's been warm here in southern New Jersey, but been a nice summer. I I I love the summer weather, but I end up my allergies start kicking in sometimes. It's really weird. When I was younger, I never had allergies, and last few years I started to get allergies. But my allergies start kicking in. My throat gets a little scratchy, but I am just so fortunate to be able to do this program in an air conditioned house. So I'm very grateful for air conditioning. I hope you are comfortable wherever you are. So speaking of wherever you are, wherever you are right now, God the Father is with you. So is Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Let's let's talk to our Father, okay? Let's talk to Him right now and ask Him to bless us, to bless our friends and our family. And I'm also going to ask Him to give me the words because He's got a message for you today. I don't want to mess this up. I don't want to get in His way. I want to deliver His message So I'm going to ask for that help, and I would ask you to join me now, okay? In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Dear Father in heaven, you know, I'll tell you, it is really amazing that we can have this conversation with you, Father. You are all-powerful. You are the, the creator of the entire universe, and yet we can call you Father. What an amazing opportunity. Father, thank you for that gift. Thank you for sending Jesus into the world to redeem us, to draw us back to you. Father, thank you for sending us your Holy Spirit. And I ask you, Father, to bless us, to bless our friends and our families this day. I pray, Father, for those who are discouraged. I pray for those who might be in full-blown despair, feeling hopeless, I pray that you fill them with hope right now. And Father, I pray for all of those who struggle with anxiety, especially those who don't know that there's another way, that they don't have to be anxious. I pray that they can realize the peace that comes from having a relationship with you through your son, Jesus. Father, I ask that you use me on this radio program as your instrument. Give me the message. Let me know what I'm supposed to say. And please, Father, open all of our hearts and our minds to not just hear the message, but to absorb it absorb it, and to put it into practice. Father God, we ask these things in the name above all names the King of kings, the Lord of lords, your Son, Jesus, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. And all together we say, Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Okay, you're listening to Following the Truth. I'm Gary Zimak. And uh, as I said at the start, we are on week six, day two of Give Up Worry for Good. 
I do want to thank you. I've been getting many emails about this uh, th- this book and the program that we're doing, and I haven't I haven't seen anything negative. So if if you are struggling, always feel free to reach out to me at Gary at followingthetruth.com. If you need some encouragement, that's one of the reasons that I'm here. I want to encourage you as we go through this. And this is something that, that I'm going through too. I talked a little bit about this on yesterday's program. I go through these challenges. You know, my life, ever since I went into full-time ministry in January of 2022, it's going to be 10 years, full-time, earning a living, working for the Lord. And uh, it's not something I ever expected I would do, but it's something I love doing. It's something that I know he wants me to do. But there are times, there are a lot of challenges when it comes to working in full-time ministry. So just because I'm working for the Lord, doing his work, committing my life to him, which is what I try to do, um, doesn't mean things go smoothly. I still have problems. And that's the thing. If you look at Jesus... He didn't have an easy life. None of us should expect an easy life. It's just not realistic. But what we can expect, and this is realistic, is to lead a worry-free life and be able to experience peace in the midst of even the greatest crisis. Now, let's, let's be honest. That is a pretty amazing gift. If we're able to experience peace no matter what is going on in the world, you know, it doesn't take me very much to to get rattled. And, I, and I've, I've shared this with you before. I like to be comfortable. Sometimes I struggle when it's raining outside. I don't like rainy days. But I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm a work in progress. But the beautiful thing is, when you walk with Jesus every day, it's possible to be peaceful and filled with joy even when you have problems, even when it's raining outside. Yep. But you know why? Because that joy is a response to his presence. That joy is not a response to favorable weather. It's not a response to financial blessings. It's a response to the the presence of Christ in your life. And the more we learn to focus on that and rejoice because the Lord is with us, which really is what we're going to be talking about all this week, the more peace we'll feel. Um, I want to direct you to my website, followingthetruth.com, in case you want to find out more about my books. Sign up for my daily email reflection, Let Not Your your Heart Be Troubled. I have a feeling you may have already done that, though. And also find out about my weekly podcast, The Gary Zimak Show. It's usually available every Friday. And in that podcast, it's 30 minutes, just like this one. In that podcast, I I look at the Sunday Mass readings. So it's sort of a deeper insight into the Sunday Mass readings. There are also some videos of my television appearances, as well as information on how you could bring me to speak at your parish or your conference. All you need to do is go to followingthetruth.com for more information. Um, So, anyway... That's to deal with um, with that. And as always, if you have questions, you can always email me at gary at followingthetruth.com. Okay? And, and know that I'm praying for you every day. I'm praying for you. 
and um, I will continue to do so. And I just ask you to pray for me and for everybody else who is going through this uh, Give Up Worry for Good program. And expect challenges. Expect challenges and that uh, they're going to happen. But this week we are focused, this is day week six, day two, we are focused on the presence of the Lord, even in the midst of the problems. You know, I don't know about you, but sometimes I think that it would be so much easier. And this is this is great. Gary playing God, right? I think, you know, it would be so much easier for me. <laughs> for me. It's all, it always goes back to me. This would be easier for me, Lord, if you did it this way. It would be easy for, easier for me if he just took my problems away, right? Just take my problems away. Why do I have to have problems? I know you're walking with me in the midst of the problems, but it would be a lot easier for me if you just took my problems away once I surrendered my life to you and uh, make my life easy and comfortable. That's what I would like. But see, here's the thing, and, and I know this, I know this. The Lord loves me too much to allow that to happen. And I know that sounds crazy. How is it love to allow us to suffer? And to experience problems and health challenges and financial difficulty. How's that love? Well, one of the things that that I acknowledge is that I'm not that bright. I'm not the sharpest knife in the drawer. I'm just not. And especially when you compare me to Almighty God who is infinitely wise. I I, I mean, I I just don't. I, I really... Do not see the big picture. I don't see what he sees. I think I do at times, but I know I don't. And even though I don't see the big picture, and God is so much smarter than me, I can see enough of the picture to understand the benefit of trials and tribulations. First of all, this is a fallen world. And, and you know, the, the more... The more difficulties and challenges and discomfort we experience in this life, the more we're going to desire to, go, to live forever in heaven. You know, it's, um, I think in one of my books one time, I talked about the fact that when I was younger, before I got married, I would take uh, vacations with a friend of mine, and we would always make the plans because neither one of us liked the, the winter months. We had trouble with the cold weather. And we would make our plans to go to the to warm climates out on the West Coast, Hawaii, somewhere where it's Florida, somewhere where it's nice and warm. We would make those plans during the winter. We'd make our plane reservations and our hotel reservations. And there was just something special about making those plans and thinking about in three or four months, I'm going to be in the sunshine. I'm going to be, re- be relaxing on a, on a warm beach. And, and that would almost take the sting out of the cold winter air, you know, thinking forward about what would lie ahead in a few months. And in the same way, the fact that we do have problems in this life, the fact that loved ones die, our favorite stores and restaurants close, our body begins to break down... All of those things, which are basically the consequences of original sin, but all of those things begin to make us desire heaven more. 
right? Because if this world was perfect, if this world was heaven, then we wouldn't want to leave it, you know, because we would, we would be having too much enjoyment in this, in this life, but this life isn't perfect. So there is some, somewhat of a desire to move on to our heavenly reward and to escape the difficulties of this life, especially as you get older. I think the more, the older you get, the more you begin to look forward to heaven. And it motivates you too. I know it motivates me. I want to do good. I want to follow Jesus because I want to make sure that I don't mess this up. He's got a room reserved for me in heaven. I want to live there. I really do. So I realize there's some things I have to, with his help, clean up in this life, some of my imperfections and sinful habits. So that's one thing. But another thing to recognize is that, again, I don't have perfect knowledge. I I can barely grasp what God's doing. But one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit is wisdom. In fact, that, according to Thomas Aquinas, that's the highest of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. That's the ability to see the world and see events through the eyes of God. It's imperfect, but through that gift of the Holy Spirit, and if we have the Holy Spirit in us, we possess that gift sometimes we're able to see things as God sees them. Again, on a really, really scaled down, uh, imperfect, um, in, in a scaled down and imperfect way, but we can sometimes look at a situation that might be bad and see how good could possibly come out of it. And one of the things that I see when I look at storms and troubles and difficulties is that we tend to pray more earnestly when we have problems. We just do. And God knows that. And that's one of the benefits to having trials in life. So instead of just choosing to take away our problems, what Jesus does when we surrender to him and when we ask him to get involved, he walks with us and gets involved, either giving us grace sometimes changing circumstances, putting people in our path to help us. There are many different ways that the Lord helps us out. So as we continue to go through this week of recognizing that He's with us, the Lord's with us, and it's important to turn to Him for help, I think that's what our focus has to be on. You know, it could be the glass is half empty or half full type thing. We can either complain about the fact that we have problems in our our life. And trust me, that's my tendency. So I, I absolutely don't want you to think I have mastered that. I'm working on it. I know it's not something I should be doing. But I have this tendency to just wish sometimes that all my problems would go away. But what the Lord wants us to do, and that, see, that's, what, that's where we, we really want to go. We want to get to the point where we do what the Lord wants us to do. What He wants us to do is focus on the fact that, yeah, we have problems, but He's with us, and He wants to help us. So with that in mind, the verse today is from the book of the prophet Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 41, verse 13. And this is, uh, this is the Lord speaking, the Lord God speaking. For I, the Lord your God, hold your right hand 
It is I who say to you, fear not, I will help you. You know, that is one of those verses that if, if you're going to maybe post a verse on a, on a post-it note, and I've done this in the past, I've, um, at one point in time, I, I remember on, on one of my computers, I just had a series of post-it notes with inspirational Bible verses or, you, you know, there's, there's different ways to, um, to put these reminders around or write it somewhere or get a Bible cover that has the, your favorite verse uh, on the front of it. But this is one of those verses that we just need to remind ourselves of this constantly and let the Lord speak these words to us. I hold your right hand, he says, and I say to you, fear not, I will help you. And this is the great thing about the Lord. And and you might, I don't know how you want to picture this, but I'm going to just let you know the way I do it. I typically, in the morning, and I, and I think I've shared this with you before, I pray to the Father. And, and Eileen and I, Eileen joins me and we pray to the Father and we thank Him for all of His blessings. We ask for help for us and for anybody that's asked for our prayers. And we pray for a number of different intentions. But we, we talk to the Father and then we go to Mass. And we'll also talk to Jesus and the Holy Spirit briefly there. As well, then we'll go to Mass, and of course, the entire Mass is addressed to the Father, and we receive Jesus. So, once we get the Lord in His real presence, we receive Him in Holy Communion, then at least I start talking to Jesus and reminding myself that He is walking with me through the day. So, so in other words, the Lord Jesus walks with me through the day, and I typically turn to Him. And have conversations with him throughout the day. And at the end of the day, and I'll, and I'll talk to the Holy Spirit at some point in time as well, but this is the general outline. But at the end of the day, I go back to the Father and say goodnight to Jesus and the Holy Spirit as well. But I really, we, uh, Eileen and I, before we go to sleep, we pretty much say those prayers to, we address our prayers to the Father. But throughout the day, I do picture Jesus walking with me. And I think that because he entered our world with all of the suffering that was involved with doing so, all the inconvenience, I think it's a great reminder for us and a great practice to talk to him as somebody who is struggling with the same unpleasant circumstances, and in his case more so, than, that, we, that we go through. He was hungry. He was tired. He dealt with annoying people. People criticized him. He suffered pain. All of these things that we experience that cause us to cry out to God for relief from, Jesus went through these things. And that's the great thing about having somebody like Jesus. You know, the Father loves us unconditionally. The Father has perfect knowledge. But the Father never walked on the face of the earth. Jesus did. The Father never had a human body. The Father never experienced hunger. Jesus allowed himself, even though he was God, to experience all of these things that we experience. And this is something he voluntarily chose. 
so he could relate to all the struggles that we have, the struggles that go along with being human. And he walks with us and he wants to help us. So I would recommend today, and especially throughout this week, that you turn to him. Whatever it is that you're facing today, whatever is making life difficult for you, turn to Jesus. Ask for help. Ask him to strengthen you. Ask him to give you his peace. Ask him to walk with you. Ask him to let you feel his presence. One of the the functions or the roles of the Holy Spirit is to make the Father and Jesus more real to us. So I would say start getting into the habit, get into the habit of talking to the Holy Spirit and say that. Make Jesus more real to me. Make the Father more real to me. And expect him to answer. Expect him to answer. I have found that to be a very fruitful and effective prayer. Come Holy Spirit, please make the Father and Jesus more real to me. Because they they have become more real to me. And you see, once they become more real to you, then you're going to be a lot more confident walking through the challenges of life because you know the Father and Jesus and the Holy Spirit are with you. That makes a huge difference, especially when you might not be all-powerful, but they are. You see that? And that's why Jesus reminds us always, several times throughout the Scriptures, that I'll be with you. I'm not going anywhere. So that risen Savior who rose from the dead on Easter Sunday 2,000 plus years ago, he's with us today. He is still alive and he is still all powerful. So let's get into the habit of inviting him in, inviting him to get involved. No matter what the situation, if it's something that upsets you or concerns you, he cares, let him get involved. He wants to. And as we go through this week, we're going to concentrate more and more on the reality of the Lord's presence in our lives. I don't have to convince you your problems are real. And and actually, your problems aren't always that real because we often catastrophize and start coming up with an imaginary what-if scenarios, which get, get us really upset and anxious and cause us to worry, even though sometimes these situations we're worried about have not happened yet. But unlike these problems that we have, which sometimes can be imaginary, the Father, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, they are absolutely real, 100% real. So the trick this week is to focus more on them than on our problems. Simple, right? We still have a few days. We're going to keep working on this. Hey, any questions, Gary at followingthetruth.com. I got to run now. God willing, I'm going to be back here tomorrow with you. Thanks for listening. Have a fantastic night. Talk to you next time.